0: Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P., WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: A brief taste of spring, but I'll take it. Yeah, you're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P., weekend of February 12th and 13th. Happy Valentine's Day to all. Just a reminder, uh, spring gobbler hunting applications are still being accepted by the Division of Fish and Wildlife. Go to your local license issuing agent or njfishandwildlife.com. It's a $2 non-refundable fee. Okay. If there's still plenty of turkeys around, I'm seeing them all over the place. The past couple of, I've been driving up and down the state, east and west, north and south. There's, uh, (laughs) this, it should be a good season going. Hey, other hunting opportunities still available. Uh, you know, bunny and squirrel still going on. Fox and coyote season season still going on. You know, that that night permit too. Get that $2 fee for that. If you want to, you want something, a hunter being a hunted nighttime is a whole different ball game on that. And now the uh, back to the fishing end of things perch bite. Slowly getting better, but still nonetheless getting better a little bit by bit by bit. Now this warm up that we had. Now it's going to be what in the thirties tomorrow and Monday warming trend kicks back on through next Friday into next Saturday. What are we saying here, man? Time to hit some open water. You want to get, I like the crappies. I like the yellow birch bass time, midwinter bassing, probably the most challenging. Our next couple of segments, big country, John Hagman. Tournament bass angler. And he's on the, uh, pro staff down there at Bass Pro Shops in Atlantic City. We talk midwinter largemouth tactics. I know you want to get out on the water, get the kinks out. As I say, I work on how my backlashes get, get worse and go down from there. And some, uh, where to go, how to do it, catch some largemouths this time of the year. And we're going to wrap up the show with Mr. Dick Wood, HD Wood advertising, a bit of just a rich, treasure chest of angling industry history. You wonder how some of the companies are, are where they are today. This man and his little advertising firm in Ocean City, New Jersey, over the years, it seems they had something to do with a lot of them. Okay, grab that cup, grab that rebel. Be right back with Big Country John Hagman. Let's talk bass. South Jersey bass. Be right back.
0: WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's Talk Station. Download Rack and Fin Radio as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. What
1: about this weather pattern, huh? I'll tell you one thing. White perch bite is improved, albeit slowly. Now, we got another freeze coming in tomorrow, Sunday, or Monday, or Monday rather. It's going to yeah tomorrow, Sunday, Monday, and then it warms back up again. You talk about the most challenging time of year, to me anyway, open water pursuit of large mouse into to a lesser extent, if you're going to be out there at Union Lake, small mouths. This time of year, it is tough. Hey, man, how about some midwinter bass tactics? We're talking to John Big Country, Hagerman Tournament Bass Pro locally, 28 years. On the regional and national circuit, the past seven years, his son is following his footsteps. Congratulations to him as well. He just kicked ass in some big wrestling tournament out there in, in southwest Jersey. And Big John's also on the pro staff, Freshwater at Bass Pro Shops in AC. He's the man to one. the guy you want to talk Bass, how to, where to go, when to go. It is the man. John, thanks for joining us on Rack of the brother. Long time, no talk to. Yeah, it's good to be back, Tommy. Glad to hear your voice, bud. I know. Uh, but, John, again, I say this every time. Don't I have that whiny, nasally Italian voice that's really annoying? <laughs> I hear myself. Yeah, I hear myself sometimes. I shut the radio off. What the hell? <laughs> when I'm talking
2: to you, it's 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 fishing's right around the corner, so I get excited, buddy. I love talking to you,
1: John. Now this is the dealio. Looking at uh, yesterday, Friday was 61, 63 today, Sunday dropping to 36, Monday 32. Now, listen, this is the Mays landing area, which extends down to Northern Cape May all the way out to Cumberland, Salem County. Tuesday, 41. Big country, then it bounces back up to 51 next Wednesday, 63 next Thursday, and Friday, (laughs) 55-57. Are the bass going bats at this time of year? What is the deal? They're shallow, they're deep, they're mid-range, they're staging, they're schooling. What's the deal?
2: I'll tell you what, it's, you know, as excited as you get to get out there when you get a taste of that warm weather and see that sun staying out a little bit longer, it's a longer transition than most people think. I mean, it takes... Listen, everybody wants to be out there. I know, I, I know I'll know. i be out there today um, with my boat just, just just knocking the cobwebs off of it. But is, do I expect the fishing to be great? I don't. Um, but there is there are certain things that you could do out there to, to at least put yourself in a position to catch a, a, maybe even one of your biggest bass of all time. So I love to talk about it if you want to get into it.
1: So, John, now, speaking of biggest bass uh, of the year, in other words, these females are really putting on weight with the eggs. And now they do feed. Would you recommend, John, picking a shallower venue, say, uh, like Parvin Lake, for example, or the shallower areas that it warms up on the likes of Union Lake or Alloways or anything like that? Where are you looking?
2: So, yeah, if we're if we're if we're talking largemouth fishing, you know, I, obviously I would take a more shallow lake. It's going to heat up a little bit faster. Um you know, you want to fish the sunny side of the lake. You want to try to pay attention to what the wind's doing because that wind's going to blow that, that warmer, you know, uh, water mm-hmm. that's on top for the day. It's going to blow that into that, hopefully, maybe into a cove or back of a lake. Uh, the one good thing we have in South Jersey, time is we have dark bottoms. Um, you know, take Lenape, for example. It's, it's a real dark bottom lake. Um, that stuff warms up fast. So if you pay attention to the lakes you fish on – and you find, you know, that darker bank, you know, the stumps are going to, they're going to absorb heat, too. So, so the stumps play a huge part in wintertime bass fishing for transition. The stumps are going to absorb heat, number one. And Number two, it's going to give a bass shelter. It's going to give them places, that, you know, to line up their attack on the bait fish. Uh, and they're going to get close to laying their, you know, make their spawning grounds are going to be in the stump beds, too. So. Always try to be around structure, stumps preferably in South Jersey. The darker bottom. Um, follow that wind. That wind's going to be pushing that warmer water in whatever direction mm-hmm. that wind's blowing, and the sunniest side of the lake. The, the, the you know the, the side where the sun's going to beat on that lake the most.
1: Now, John, will, will the will the forage follow the warmer water in like you know the, the shad, the shiners, the sunnies, you know, yellow little yellow perch, yeah. which bass love yellow perch. Oh.
2: They will, they will, Uh, you know, it's still early. I mean, with, with regards to wintertime weather, you know, that, that, that initial day is not going to do much, right? You need a three to four to five day warming trend to really, really get things moving. Um, So even though it's warm out, I don't specifically look, look at it as, okay, so we're going into pre-spawn or this is a warming trend. It's just a day to be out on the lake, mm-hmm. and I stick to wintertime tactics is what I do this time of year. Even though it's two days of warm weather, and you know what's coming, you know it does. We live in South Jersey; it happens to so us every single year. We get excited, yeah. and then we we get we get kicked in the stomach. So, um, <laughs> you know, right on through March, the good old South Jersey. It's a uh, it's a head
1: case. For hey, big sure. country, when I get out there first, I work on my backlashes. Like, how big a one could I get now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, the cold air doesn't help floor carbon. that's for sure. I mean, I got some tricks for that we could talk about another time.
1: Okay, John, so I'm looking at, again, next Tuesday to 15th through Thursday to 7th, actually Friday, the 18th, where it's going to go from 41 to 51 to 63 to 57. Could that be a little opening in the window you just referred to?
2: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean, and we're getting close to that. You know, the magic, the magic temperature that I've always, that I've always based, based everything that I do off of when it comes to springtime, wintertime fishing in South Jersey is that fifty degree water mark. Um, fifty 50 degrees, degrees is when things really get moving. Yeah, that's something I've always, you know, we've we've always done well by here. Um, that that's that's when these fish start thinking. They're not moving too hard still, but. They're starting to think about okay, what are we going to do for the spring? Where are we going to start eating? and Where are we going to start spawning?
1: John, are the are the bass schooled uh, together now? They will be, um, Tommy. I'll be
2: honest with you. When you read stuff like that and, and and you want to talk about schooling, it's hard to compare anything we have in this in South Jersey. Bingo. To where <laughs> yeah. to compare something to like a Lake Champlain, a St. Lawrence River, Potomac River. Um, Oneida Lake. I mean, when, when you start talking about lakes like that, that that offer you everything—deep water, shallow water, um, creeks and channels and coves and everything—you read about. You know, in South Jersey, we really have ponds, and the best thing you can do is just beat the heck out of that lake because you can beat our lakes up in a day. Sure. Um, sure. Again, I just always leaning towards towards that that them darker areas in, in the wood for me in early season. Um, do they do they school up? They probably do. You probably if you could find one and you could catch one on doing it a certain way. Yep. Um you don't you, you shouldn't deviate from that in my opinion. So I you know I I early season I can catch them on a a thunder cricket by striking out in, in in um on Lake Lenape because that's usually where I spend my my early right. days in the spring. Um once I find them fish by them stumps on a certain color, black and blue usually, I don't I mean, that's what I throw the rest of the day. That's what I throw the next three trips out there. So, uh, John, um, I have
1: to give a shout-out to, to Chris Smith, uh, fisheries biologist, extraordinaire, division of fish and wildlife, you know, former tournament uh, bass pro, raising two uh, beautiful little girls right now, <laughs> uh, wife Michelle and dad, whatever. I don't know if he's tournament fishing that much anymore. But uh, he turned me on, John, probably five or six years ago when they, you hit it right, when they can be aggressive, uh, ripping a rattle trap, specifically a red one. Not that I had much love with it, but when I hit him, you'd catch three or four bass, five bass out of one specific area doing that ripping thing. I said, let me try something else. Throw in a plastic, a lizard or a crawdad or something, tube, nothing. So it's know, bass can be moody.
2: Yeah, and that's something I was going to talk about, too. When we get into talking about baits, um, there, there's there's a, a red-eye shad that, that, that I'm telling you right now. It's a springtime killer. Um, it's probably <laughs> a little early for that right now. Um, but that's, that's definitely, it's, it's a rattle trap style bait. Um, and then you can get into the rattles and, and the silent ones. And, um, but that is a bait that, yeah, at that 50 degree mark, you're mm-hmm. going to be throwing that bait for sure. Okay.
1: Join us on the line is John Big Country Hagman. He's on the pro staff, Bass Pro Shops in Atlantic City. And he is one hell of a tournament bass angler. Local twenty-eight years, regional and national seven years on the circuit. John, we're up against a hard break, man. Let's uh, talk some tactics and baits when we get back, okay? Sounds good. Hey, people, grab that cup, grab that red bull when I say cup, cup of Java. Like, except John had dark magic. Somebody here in the in the station drinks that. I can put that on my Xterra. Holy shit, run it on that. That's some, that's some bad stuff.
0: Talk Radio 95.5.
3: At Home Recreation, New Jersey's largest swimming pool, spa, and patio stores, want to help you have warm thoughts and be ready for our upcoming summer. Right now, At Home Recreation is offering their biggest preseason stay home and save specials with huge savings on their pools, spas, patio furniture, and e bikes. Right now, save 33% off regular price on pools, plus 36 months 0% financing, as well as up to 20% off installation prices. At Home Recreation is in stock and in- ready to give you an early start on your upcoming summer backyard makeover. Don't wait until summer comes. Plan now and save big. Don't wait. Shop early for best selection and installation dates. Don't miss this incredible offer at At Home Recreation. 678 Route 18 Northeast Brunswick, 370 Highway 36 Hazlitt, 1890 Route 88 Brick, and 712 Bay Avenue Menahawken. Visit at homerecreation.com for a store near you. Love is in the air.
0: It's a brand new day.
3: Birds are singing duets together.
0: And squirrels are chasing each other across the treetops.
3: Everyone has a twinkle in their eye.
0: Boom, chicka boom. Don't let junk get in the way. Junk is a distraction. A buzzkill. A party stopper. A mood killer. We make junk disappear.
3: All you have to do is point.
0: Let's get this party started.
3: Let the party begin.
0: You always feel better in a junk-free environment.
3: And so does everyone else. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. And you'll be back to your old self again.
0: You'll have an irresistible twinkle in your eye. And your
3: neighbor's dog will quit barking at night.
0: And your children will get better grades. That
3: seems like a lot to expect from a junk removal company.
0: But we've got magic in our fingertips.
3: And that's why everyone starts dancing. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit one 800 got
4: Welcome back to the quickest podcast
1: ever. Brought to you by Kohl's. Today's topic, Valentine's Day savings. You know, there's nothing I love more than a good deal. You mean like 60% off jewelry, 25% off pajamas, and 25% off Hula Barra throws and pillows? I just may have to treat myself this year. Did I mention you can get an extra
3: 15, 20, or even 30% off with a Kohl's card? And earn Kohl's cash? Okay. Now
1: that, I'll take over candy and flowers any day. Select styles. 15% offer ends February 14th. Hula Barra by Ugg. Coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or for details. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today.
3: Hi, Tom Baudette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for fur babies. If you think it's been hard being stuck
5: at home for a year, think about your dog. It's been seven years for them, and they deserve to get out and sniff the world, too. So grab Daisy, Ranger, or Doodles and hit the road. But be sure to stick your head out the window and look for a Motel 6. And like all pets, Baxter stays free. Hot dog. I'm Tom Bodette from Hotel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you.
1: Rack and Fin Radio, let's talk some fishing tackle history with one of the biggest guns ever in the business, low profile, just let the work speak for itself, Mr. Dick Wood, H.D. Wood Advertising. Grab that cup, grab that rebel, we'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio.
0: WPG Talk Radio, 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station.
3: Fox News, I'm Jill Nato. In a few hours, a high-stakes phone call for President Biden and Vladimir Putin as U.S. intel warns Russia could soon attack Ukraine. Secretary of State Antony Blinken at a news conference this morning. If President Putin decides to take military action, we will swiftly impose severe economic sanctions in coordination with allies and partners around the globe. will bolster Ukraine's ability to defend itself. Both the Russian and U.S. embassies in Kiev are reportedly evacuating. Nine Phoenix police officers hurt when they answered a call about a shooting. A suspect opened fire as officers tried to save a baby left outside. Phoenix Police Chief Jerry Williams.
1: As a baby is left on the doorstep, our officers went to rescue her. And that's the kind of police officers that we have here in our department. The baby survived. The injured officers are recovering.
3: The suspect and a woman are dead. America's listening to Fox News.
5: Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuEther forecast for South Jersey. Breezy and mild overnight, below near 50. On Saturday, breezy and warm with plenty of sun, high 62. However, it'll turn much colder on Saturday night. Back there will be some snow late, which could mix with rain at the start, low thirty-six. Sunday, snow in the morning tapering off in the afternoon, accumulations averaging an inch or two, most road surfaces wet, high 37. I'm
0: Ackiewithers, Kerr Babinski on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Rack and Finn Radio with Tom P, WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: That was Big John, uh big I'm sorry, big country John Hageman. Last two segments. Now, we met, he mentioned a product, one of his sponsors, Lose. And I spoke to John earlier in the week. I said, hey, "Big country, you know the you know the history behind Lou's." He said, "No." I said, "Ever hear of Lou Childry? He said, "No." Who is that? I said, "Well, you know about Shimano, right?" He says, "Of course." I said, "You know about Suffolk, right?" Of course. I said, "You know about Triton boats." He said, "Of course." I said, "You know about Bloom, Bloom, Bloom." Ran the list down, and you've heard me over the many years. Now, Rack and Fins is the 19th season, 19th year. Mention the name Dick Wood, HD Wood Advertising, Yazori, Seaguar, etc., infinitum, Berkeley, Pure Fishing, Fenwick, all the way down the line. I had the great honor, great pleasure of being hired by Dick Wood in 1989 in March. I'll never forget it. Sort of, you say you think of, you think of big agencies, you know, and the people running around like a small, tight organization, maybe eight to ten people in this unit. And there in Ocean City, I'm not going to give the address, but out of this little building, this small, tight, dedicated, tenacious group, advertisers, copywriters, artists, ideas spawned some of the biggest names in the industry today and or resurrected some of the biggest names in the industry today. Took a while, many years to OK, well, I'll come on and talk about it a little bit. He's not one of two to his own horn, but he is the mastermind of a lot of companies today. H.D. Wood Advertising, a.k.a. Dick Wood, is on the Rack and Fin line. I am honored beyond to have this man on the airways with us. Dick, thanks for joining us on Rack and Fin, brother. How you doing? Pretty good, Tom. Dick, I mentioned lose, and again, to, to, to 99%, I think, of the people you talk to today, lose. Lou Childrey. Who was Lou Childrey? Dick, you, way back when, early 70s, I guess, you met this guy living under a bridge down in Alabama somewhere, and the next thing you know, there's Shimano, and the next thing you know, there's Pen bop, bop, all the way up the line. Dick, your history is unparalleled, just unparalleled. Okay, <laughs> so where do you want to start? Lou Childrey, and then to Shimano. The I did meet the Lou Childrey story. Lou Childrey was
5: uh, bought Fuji guides to the U.S. At the same time, he bought uh, brim poles, which were bamboo poles. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, we were working at Fenwick at the time, and he. Uh, he developed what he called the speed stick, which is a collapsible rod you could carry in your, carry in your briefcase if you wanted to, and then it extended out. When I left Fenwick, he called up and wanted to be in the rod business. So, you there, Dick? Yeah. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. So, he he developed a, the speed spool reel with a bunch of guys down there that sort of in the backwoods guys trying to put something together mm-hmm. and they, they couldn't make it. So they went to all the fishing tackle manufacturers in the U S to get them to make it. And they didn't want any parts of it. So he had friends in Japan and they told him to go to Shimano. Shimano made bicycle gears was, you know, the world's best gear maker as far as bicycles are concerned. Mm-hmm. So he went to them to make this real. And he and Shimano then developed the speed spool. And the reason it was a speed spool, of best is, you didn't have to put your thumb on it if you didn't want to. He had made a V spool reel. It held eighty pounds a twenty pound line. You just threw it up in the air, and it wouldn't backlash. And that's how it all. That's how it all started. But Lou, in the process of. Uh, Living the life that he did, flew little airplanes and he crashed his airplane in the backyard one day. And the Shimano guys came to us and they said, nobody in the U.S. wants to buy their reel that they were making for Lou. And they didn't know what to do. So we told them sell the reel. So they became, they came into the fishing tackle industry. Wow. And that, that's how they got into it.
1: Now, Dick, when right. when you launched Shimano, the ad campaign—listen—I'll never forget this. I turned the page. I was Bassmaster, Saltwater Sports, whatever. There were these guys in in these br- brilliant blue and white bicycle shirts, the shorts, the tan. They're catching sharks on bass tackle on little uh, ben, Dick. That rather—that was the bantam reel, was it not? Yes, the little bantam bass reel you don't need big tackle to catch big fish dick it took off from there did it not
5: yeah the idea was that if, if, you, if you could do this with sharks with a little bass casting reel what are you bass fishermen worried about
4: mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> the, and the problem the problem we had with the uh, speed spool and uh, and shimano introduction if you were if you were 50 or 60 years old in those days you had the reel you needed you weren't going to you weren't going to buy anything new. It just didn't, the ambassador was there. That's all that was necessary. Pfluger and a couple of the other ones. So what we did was we went after the young guys who ended up getting the candy downs from their folks.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And we put, when, when Shimano appeared and you saw these guys in their bicycle gear and their shirts and stuff, we figured, okay, what we're going to do is put young guys in a situation that everybody wants to be in when they go fishing. Little, you know, it was like telling a story. We didn't sell a product; we sold a story. Lou's argument about fishing was not his argument, but his philosophy: lighter, faster, stronger, and tell everybody how much better it is than what they're doing. That was what it was all about. That's how we got started.
1: Now, with Shimano, you've you've launched some careers. Who was that guy with the the big, not a floppy hair, blonde hair on top that would kiss his fish? Who was that? Uh, Jimmy Houston. (laughs) Now, listen, there's one. Now, Shimano, Dick, you guys introduced the fast cast spinning reel, the trigger spinning reel. I'll never forget the ad on TV. Wow, look at that. Jimmy Houston casting the rod with a cup of coffee in his other hand. (laughs) One-handed casting, that's all you need. Holy smokes. And then, Dick, I noticed that with Shimano, the other companies played, follow the leader. Now, listen, Dick was one, the philosophy, don't poke the bear but if you do be ready and dick you took I'll never forget that with the Bantam reel compared to all the other reels the Shakespeare's the Abu, you know the ambassadors that comparable that ad they're comparing them all my God you just you just lit the industry on fire
5: the whole idea was to show that the, these younger fishermen that there's something out there better than what they're using- mm-hmm. and to do that you had to tell a story you had to put them in a situation where they were having a great time and something that they'd always remember and that's why we did the shark we we did the shark when we did a bluefish ad on the beach for shivano oh that was unreal (laughs) tell that story (laughs) we had two guys on luckily we had a blitz on (laughs) a blitz on the uh, beach down there and uh There was big, big, big bluefish, and they were just popping mullet everywhere. And fortunately, we got two guys down there. One of them is standing there on the beach. The other guy is making a cast. The guy standing there is unhooking a, I don't know, 14, 15-pound bluefish. the guy that's making a cast swirls around with the back of his head, and there's a bluefish chasing about eight or nine mullet right behind his boots. And it's just one of the best photographs we ever got in Ever. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> of, course, of course, they're in their Shimano shirts and hats yep. and all. The- and young people went for that. The old yep. guys, they didn't. So that's how it all worked.
1: Okay, yeah, John, so Rock and Line is Dick Wood, H.C. Wood Advertising. The man, not the myth, because he did it. And the legend, Dick, we are up, up against a break. Can you hang in for another short segment, please? Sure. Hey, people, be right back. Rack and Fin Radio with Dick Wood. If you can find these ads, these archive these ads, some of these TV spots, unbelievable. Give the Garcia story next. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio.
0: If you love South Jersey's talk station, then the WPG Talk Radio app is a must-have on your phone. Listen to all your favorite talk shows around the clock and instantly call them with just the tap of your finger. Download the Hurley in the Morning podcast. Send us your pictures and videos of breaking news and more. It's the WPG Talk Radio app, a free download from South Jersey's talk station, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Download Rack and Fin Radio as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: Yeah, back for our final segment, Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. On the line was the legendary Dick Wood advertising in the fishing industry that lit the angling world on fire through the many clients. He had, again, the likes of Z-Man, a suffix. He said it's infinite, but one story in particular just shows how tenacious this man is. Ex-Marine, of course. It involves going from Shimano to Abu Garcia. Now they just Kicked Abu in the nuts big time with the Shimano advertising, especially the bass market. And here it comes. Abu's looking for an ad/slash PR agency. Who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? Shout out to Neil Stenhoy down here in Florida somewhere, who was the I guess the, the president of, of the company at the time. 21 Law Drive in Fairfield, exit 153, be off the Gordon State Parkway, Route 346, whatever up there. And the story Dick Wood has to tell about that, how he grabbed the Abu account, resurrected. Everyone's involved now. The reps everything. They believed in the story, believed in the plan, believed in the ideal, sent Gobrok Garcia back to life. Dick, uh, tell us that story about you went up to see Stenhoy and what happened? <laughs> <laughs>
5: We, we had gotten fired by Shimano finally because we were stupid. But anyhow, oh, <laughs> anyhow, uh, Neil Stenoy was the new president of uh, Abu Garcia. He just showed up in, in town from Sweden. And so the next day after we got fired from Shimano, I drove up to see Neil and, and tell him that we wanted to do his work. Well, he wouldn't see me. So finally I just said to the girl, I'm not leaving till he sees me. And so I sit there until about three o'clock in the afternoon after being there at seven in the morning. And I finally she the girl came down and said, You got five minutes. So I went up and I had taken all the Shimano ads with me in a box. And I got to put sit down in front of him and laid the box down in front of him. And I picked the ads up one at a time, showed them to him for Shimano. And threw them all over his office. And I said, this is why your company is where it's at. It's in the toilet. (laughs) He said said to me, he said, you're like a happily married man seeing the best looking girl in the world walking across the street. He said, well, I walk across the street. So we got the account that afternoon. And then we got into it. So we did the same kind of thing. We just showed younger guys running around the world, catching all kinds of big fish, mm-hmm. with small, same story.
1: And resurrect it. Well, Dick, one last time before we go we're, we're, listen, we're nearing the end of the show, but one in particular. There was a meeting at the agency in Ocean City. I believe it was Christmas Eve, December 79 or maybe 80 or 78 with a young guy just took over his dad's company, a guy named Tom Bedell. And the company was Berkeley. Go into it, Dick, because you just launched it. You launched it, man.
5: That's correct, Tom. He came in at Christmas Eve, and he said, I need help. We went to him, and what he had, what Trilene was the product they had, and what Trilene had was one of their lines, 10-pound test, was stronger than Stren's 10-pound test. All the rest of them weren't, just the triline just the 10-pound so we convinced him to run an ad campaign, stronger than Stren or your money back. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> and, and Trilene flew off the shelf immediately. So it was another one of those neat things.
1: Well, but Dick, the, the, the $100,000 challenge. I, mean, I was a Gar- Garcia Gladiator fan. Right? That was some good line, but no one took you up on that, Dick. And all of a sudden, Trilene became the line, the monofilament. Right. It was It was unreal.
5: Yes it was. It was fun.
1: That was fun. And no, what was really fun what was really if I said, Man, that's badass advertising. Look at it, Dave Letterman one night and I just saw the Adam Bassmaster. He holds up now this is an idea this is proof of what distasteful or poor advertising. It was for Berkeley Strike, a scratch and sniff. People, remember the scratch and sniff? Remember Hustler Magazine? I remember that with the scratch and sniff and all that. And it was a bass with a, I'll never go with a purple worm under a lily pad. And Dick, that sent Strike, which be eventually became, there was a forerunner Power Baits and, and Gulp and whatever. And Dick, you yeah. started. When you showed Bedell that ad, did he say, whoa, whoa, or did he say, go with it? No, he was,
5: he was good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He was a he was a great guy to work with. <laughs> and Dick, over the ensuing years, again, you know, we had the Strain account, we had Suffolk, we had Triton Boats, uh, Finor. We resurrected Finor in 1995, cleared the house with the best of show, the Ahab. Dick, uh, we're up against the, the clock here. It just was an honor working with you. Dick. And listen, we could do we can do shows upon shows with the stories of these tackle companies and how, some way and a lot of them, HD Wood Advertising, be it a thread or be it a a highway, had something to do with their success, Dick. It was a great run.
5: We were lucky to meet the right folks, Tom.
1: But, Dick, your personality won it. I mean, you just – people would look at Dick, well, this guy's serious. Okay, go with it. <laughs> so, Dick, real quick, before we go, your your take on the uh, – you know, code everything aside, your take on the industry today, everything made in China, et cetera, the companies that tried to make stuff in the U.S. that, that failed – What's your take the next few years? What do you see?
5: I don't know. It's scary, Tommy. Mm-hmm. That's what I see. I don't know how at this present time you could make fish and tackle and compete with anybody in, in, in the far in, in, the, in, the in, the, in the East. Forest,
1: yeah. Right, gotcha. you you'
5: not have to do it. But the only thing is that Carl Newell managed to do it. We worked with him, too, and he mm-hmm. managed to do it. So – Somehow you just have to get everybody saying, you know, it's time to wrap this up and and get busy here in the United States. So let's hope they do it.
1: Now, this is the beaches from, I guess, Island Beach down to Cape May. You see a guy there in his waders with an 11-foot, like, Ziplex, 12-foot Ziplex rods, and a, I think it's a Newell 339 still that makes casts that don't land for four days. That man is Dick Wood. <laughs> Yeah, I tell you working with Carl again was a pleasure. Although he kicked me out of his booth when I said Mr. Newell, he said, What? I said, When are you gonna make a level wind? He kicked me out of his booth. <laughs> but that was fun. And Fenwick, it was great. We had Fenwick, we had Newell out there in Huntington Beach, California. Dick, again, it's a great run. We have to go. Best of Susan, Diane and everyone. Dick, let's uh now you don't want you don't want to fish with me. He doesn't Dick doesn't want to fish with me, because I am instantly bad luck on his boat, no matter if it's a Triton or what. <laughs> Straight either, Tom. Oh, yeah, okay. I had to mention, thank you. Take care, man. Best to everyone. Hey, good. See you. That was on a woodcock hunt the day before Christmas Eve down in the Woodbine area. I think I missed 30 shots. That was something. Well, that'll do it for this week on Rack and fin ready to meet Tom P. A little bit of angling industry history there, people. The man's Dick Wood. Archive, you can find it. I guess Google anything. Look at these old Shimano ads, Garcia ads, the Z-Man ads. Great. We had a great time, great run with Z-Man Fenwick. Every all emanate from this little agency in Ocean City, and I was more than proud to be a member of that and got some great, great hunting and fishing and traveling as well. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders and law enforcement. See you next week,
4: Rack and Fin Radio.